Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bagel Bites. My name is Robbie Nagel, and this is just a podcast series where I get to talk about the random things that I want to talk about. Uh, last time I talked about Satan, and I kind of hinted towards uh, doing a series on angels and demons, just because they are very much clickbait topics, and uh, I mean, they're fun to talk about, I suppose. Um, so yeah, I'm doing that, because I said I would, and usually I wait a week until I actually do it. This is going to be day after. So, uh, today I'm going to be talking about angels, tomorrow I'll do one on demons, and both of these are going to be very uh, much a introduction to them. Uh, some of them are just going to be a couple different thoughts that most people generally don't think about, or research, or study, because they, uh, I don't know, don't have the sources, I guess, or think they don't have access to the sources. I'm not really sure. So, uh, I won't get too much into them, especially tomorrow's. There's a lot to unpack, and uh, yeah, I just want this to be an introduction. If you want to do more research on it, you're obviously more than welcome. If you ever disagree with me in one of these you can obviously message me or talk to me in person we could debate and talk it through if you would ever like to Uh, but these are uh, things that i've done a lot of legwork on and a lot of research to get to the point in time where i am and i don't have all the answers but i want to talk about it because i said i would and that's the format of the show um so yeah angels angels literally just mean messenger Uh, When we think of it, um, I want to break it up into angels in the Old Testament and angels in the New Testament and uh, how they actually do differ. So when talking about angels or at least celestial beings in general, uh, in the Old Testament we have multiple visions of them. They're all very scary in in very real terms. Like, uh, you know, there's... Uh, eyes all over them they got multiple wings they're huge they're covered in fire seraphim are literally snakes on fire there's flaming swords there's wheels involved in some way shape or form that also have eyes all over them um in that way uh they are scary but when we look at like the story of uh Abraham, when the three angels uh, come and visit him and then go and visit Lot, uh, they're clearly not those types of angels. They're very uh, approachable in in one way. And also, like, the people of um, Sodom wanted to have sex with them. Trust me, if, like, these huge creatures with, like, wings on fire and covered in eyes showed up in town, I don't think even if you think they're, like, the most debaucherous city on the planet or whatever... Um, I still don't believe that that's, that's where their first go-to would be, uh, to be, you know, real and try to be a little bit humorous with it. Um, there's, there's no way. Uh, so who were, uh, those angels then? And, uh, it seems to me that they were most likely, um, humans to some extent, um, in the same way that, uh, anybody can technically be, a messenger. Uh, you think of pastors, and um, they give a word from God. They're a messenger of God in that way. Um, in the same way, I've heard multiple stories where people have seen angels that, you know, they were hanging out alone, and uh, someone walked down the hallway and gave them a word, uh, like a word of knowledge, and they just 
accepted them to be an angel. Uh, now, whether or not that's actually factual, I have no idea. I wasn't there, so I can't say. Uh, if they believe it was an angel from literal heaven, then it could be or it could not be. It could just be a very prophetic person who hears the word of God and is obedient to, um, you know, giving those types of words to people. Um, and, uh, in that way, they're still an angel, technically, uh, so I guess the person would not be wrong either way. And what I mean by that is, literally throughout the Old Testament, when people had these experiences with these unnamed angels that looked very human, it's most likely that they actually were human, that they just were, um, people that heard from God, and walked with God that were, you know, not mentioned as name. They weren't going to be part of Israel. Um, and how that all shakes out, obviously, I have no idea. Uh, I'm not God, and I was not there, so I can't tell you. But it seems to me that, you know, they weren't these winged creatures with eyes all over them. And then at some point in time, there's a complete shift. Uh, we start having them being named. We start having full... Um, like, uh, categories of them, uh, being archangels, seraphim, cherubim, uh, all that good stuff, and a lot of that happened during the Second Temple period. And during the Second Temple period, in those types of texts, there was also heavy influence from, uh, their exile in Babylon, from Babylonian mythology, and we have sources like the Book of Enoch. Uh, so the Book of Enoch is a pseudepigraphal text. It's a uh, false named text like pseudonym. It's ascribed to Enoch found in Genesis. Uh, he ascends into heaven or is taken off uh, to be with God in some way, shape, or form. And someone in roughly 200 BC wrote this series of stories and ascribed them to Enoch in a way that it sounded like Enoch wrote these. We know that it was a decently prevalent text during the Second Temple period because Jude literally quotes the Book of Enoch. And what that means, I'm not 100% sure. This is one of those things where I don't really have an answer for you. So later on, when full canonization of Scripture happens, like, both the Jews and Christians did not categorize the Book of Enoch as a canonical text of Scripture. So, um, why did it influence their thoughts so much? How and in what way does it influence the Gospels? Because we have the named angel Gabriel. Um, obviously, then, he is real because um, we trust the Gospels. Uh, to a much higher degree than the Book of Enoch, obviously. And uh, so what's that mean? I have no idea, like legitimately. Um, I'm just kind of giving you this as a, you know, a roadblock, I suppose. Uh, I've uh, looked into it and uh, debated it in my head. And, uh, you know, I don't have an answer for it. Uh, but also it's one of those things that it doesn't really block me from moving forward in my faith or anything like that. It's not one of those, like, odd, um, I don't know, like, things that destroys me or anything like that. And, um, there seems to just be that there was some type of influence during that time period. 
where uh, angels and the view of angels in some way changed. And we even have, like, the uh, Pool of Bethesda. In some texts it says an angel stirs up the water. Um, in others it does not say that. It just says the waters are stirred up. And there's very good proof that the Pool of Bethesda was actually in Asclepion, which was a healing pool of the Greek god Asclepius. And people went there and worshipped the Greek god Asclepius to get healed. And so when we have those types of encounters, and some people try to, you know, put in angels in their interpretation, because again, a translation is just an interpretation. Um, obviously, very good ones and trusted ones. I mean, when you're studying the Bible, I would obviously read multiple translations. Uh, and if you can learn Greek and Hebrew... Uh, obviously do that. I have not done that yet because I'm not fantastic with languages, but maybe one day. I'm not really sure. But uh, there seems to just be some type of difference in the study of angels between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Something happened uh, during those uh, quote-unquote silent years, which weren't really that silent because there were still things being written, history was still taking place, and we have a lot of uh, data and information from that time period uh, to say that it was not silent. There just weren't prophets is the better way of saying that. So, yeah, uh, that's the podcast on angels. Um, again, you're welcome to take that for what it's worth and uh, do more research if you would like. I'm obviously not here to give you each different archangel and where they fit and where they come from and all that stuff. Uh, if you're heavily interested in this, there's multiple books out there. Uh, some that I technically wouldn't say that you should read, but if you want to, you can anyway. Um, just because of my personal beliefs, that's a completely different side point. But, uh, yeah. So, as always, thanks for listening to this podcast. Thanks for uh, commenting and... Uh, messaging me and all that stuff and then uh obviously if you have any suggestions for anything that you want to uh hear me talk about uh just throw it in a comment on one of them or tell me in person or however you want to do that that would be much appreciated because at some point in time i'm gonna run out of topics um it won't be soon but it will be at some point uh so yeah as always thanks again for listening and i will catch you at the next one